Welcome, everybody, to Somewhere in Time podcast. Uh, SomewhereInTimePodcast.com is where you find us online. Get to all of our stuff there, all of our social media links, all of our episodes are streaming there. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash podcast. I'm Eric. We've got Tim here. Hello. We've got Joe here. Hello. And we're very excited to welcome back for a third time to the podcast, the busiest man in San Francisco, Mr. Craig LeCicero. Hey, everybody. I don't think I'm the busiest guy, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> okay, busy how about this? today. The busiest guy in thrash metal in San Francisco. How about that? <laughs> I, maybe right now. Depends yeah, right who's now. doing a cycle, right? I'm just trying to write music. so uh, <laughs> And, you know, that, that inspiration comes when it comes. Well, let's get into that a little bit. I, I mean, so we're going to talk about Voivod in this episode. That's uh, this year celebrates the 30th anniversary of the Outer Limits by Voivod. Wow! And uh, yeah, we, we know Craig is a big fan of that band, a big fan of that album. So we wanted to have him on to talk a little bit about that. But I want to get going with a little bit of the stuff you've been working on too, Craig. So first, I want to say congratulations on the Dress the Dead EP. Um, oh, thanks. That thing is fucking killer. Yes. Um, so good. I feel like you guys are just getting better and better. And then when that came out, it not to say I didn't like this stuff before, but it really exceeded my expectations. So I was like, holy shit, these guys are on fire. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, man. I, you know, it took a long time to get to this point. And, uh, and it's, you know, the sadly, the irony of all this is that when that was coming out, uh, the whole thing with Forbidden kind of came right at the same time, kind of like right after we, you know, the, it just was, there's just no avoiding. Uh, I couldn't outrun, you know, destiny on that one. And, and I don't want to, I mean, sure. I love, I love what I do address the dead. I love the people in address the dead, but at the same time, no matter how good or how much quality we put out, it just wasn't something that, the masses were willing to accept for whatever reason. And that that's really tragic because I believe the band had so much more potential and uh, you know, and it, and it may very well uh, re reignite down the line, but for right now I have to acknowledge what's right in front of me and not be so stubborn and, you know, kind of like go with my destiny on this one. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How much did um, COVID and COVID kind of not ending, but slowing down or, going away and lockdowns going away play into deciding to kind of have this rebirth of forbidden. Was it like having something, a lot of things were taken away from us and you get this opportunity to have something come back. Did that play into your decision at all to have forbidden come back? Was that kind of a, maybe a subconscious thing or like did that even into the equation? Maybe you don't even know. I don't know, but it's just something that crossed my mind. Well, I think, uh, I think that go applies for everyone across the board is what it, what it does. I, I think that we all lost opportunities and then, you know, opportunities arise again. And you, you got to remember too, there's about two, it wasn't two full years of COVID madness, but it was two seasons of touring cycles in summer that all got messed with. So yeah. um, once, once they opened it back up for 2022, uh, they were putting they were putting bands in that were going to be 2020, and then but 2022 is bands that were going to be in 2021, and they're almost all caught up for this next touring cycle. Um, but you know, I don't think COVID had as much to do with any of my decision making as it just the opportunities became there. And you know, there's a couple things that happened at once. Uh, 
that really spawned this. One was Alcatraz reached out and and worded it in such a way where I really had no excuses, hmm. uh, asking me if I'd be interested in doing a 35th anniversary for Ben Evil. And they knew that Russ was going through his alcohol bouts. They're like, could you find another singer? And I'm like, I know who the other singer would be. <laughs> I'm like, I already know because I watched him do it. And he was great. Yeah. I was the last guy aboard. And then the other thing was, uh, you know, um, would you be interested in having Chris Contos play drums? Because he's got, you know, a big legacy in Europe, which he does. And oh, I was already playing with Chris and the Boneless ones. So, right. um, you know, and I hesitated on on that one, for, you know, before I before I actually said yes. I said, yeah, I'll find – I could find the pieces and then so i just yeah it had to happen dude it just had to happen yeah and it wasn't i love it directly covid but i think everything interplays around everything shutting down and then opportunities arising all over again yeah 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 so for those that don't know the the singer now is uh norman skinner who uh is in several bands right he's in at least a couple bands i know skinner he's got his own thing he's got another couple bands that he's in but yeah he fucking he nails it man i I watched some of the footage from from Alcatraz and Jesus, he it's. I just watched that whole uh, it's like a pre-show party you guys did for that, it was mm-hmm. like a little small venue, and oh my god, I fucking loved it. Like, <laughs> I watched it this afternoon. I was like, man, these guys still fucking awesome. Please come yep. play the East Coast sometime. I was gonna. Yeah. Say, you yeah. saw you, you, if you watch that, you saw how small that venue is. We yeah, you were like in the uh, face of the other guy. <laughs> yeah, we were here. We were here. Yeah. Other bands have done it, and we were just trying to figure out how to fit everything up on stage. And we literally had to like just let go the way you think about how to set a stage up, and just you know, like I mean, I had my guitar back behind the drums. Actually, no, I think they were like in front of the drums, and then we had to put the bass out in front of that, and then had to put Steve off to the side, like kind of facing toward directly towards me, is the only way that we could pull it all off. So yeah. Once we got it going, it was fine. And we had the greatest sound guy, uh, you know, Carcass's guy. Uh, he actually was doing our sound for both of those shows. Nice. And, uh, yeah, he, he lives, he lives in, uh, in, in the, uh, or Belgium. So it all worked out. He wasn't busy, but it's funny because we played the, uh, the Alcatraz and he flew, uh, right as soon as the show was done, he had to go back home because he had to fly the next morning to their next gig. So, and he's oh, great. Wow. Yeah. AK is awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Was there any any thought about trying to contact Wostaff, or was it you just had that connection with Chris already that it was like just a no brainer? Well, Paul's busy. Is he? Okay. You know, people don't realize because he's too. everything's so secretive with what he's got going on. But you remember, he's got something going with Carrie King. Yeah. So, oh, okay. I didn't realize um, that. Okay. Yeah, he's on. He's on. I mean, he's in Carrie's back pocket. He's not going anywhere besides wherever Carrie goes. Gotcha. And that's no problem, you know. And honestly, it's just like any anybody. We should probably move on to Voivod, but yeah. people got to remember. Like I know, you know, it would be great to have the all original Forbidden Evil lineup. But Paul was left the band in 1991 and has never been back. Sure. And Glenn was out of the band in 19 the beginning of 1989, and we had a very short stint with him where it just repeated the cycle right okay so you can't always make people there's not enough money in this thing to make everybody go yeah let's all put the band exactly but you know it's not guns and roses man yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's like yeah. you all got to get along yeah everyone's got to be on the same page and have the same priorities and, and be equally motivated and really want to be around each other or else it's a drag so yeah. that's why we have this band because yeah. it's anything but a drag 
Well, we'll move, we'll move on to Voiva, but I will say yeah. if you, if if um if people are interested, I think it's at Forbidden Twenty Twenty Three on YouTube. It was a cool little just um introduction to the rebirth of this, and you can watch it's like four, I think it's like four episodes, right? You can watch little quick blurbs about interviews with each guys from the band, and and uh, you know it's cool. So we're it's super on their excited. Website too. Yeah, it's on the website too. So but we're super excited, yeah. and and yeah, like Joe said. We're looking forward to please new music. Come to DC, please, and, and come to DC or, or somewhere in the or in Baltimore area. or something. If you tour, we'd love to. We'd love to come see you guys. Well, you so. know, I mean, eventually. But if I don't do, you know, if I don't pick up this guitar and write a bunch of music now, <laughs> there won't be an album out until twenty twenty six. Yeah, you yeah. know. So I, uh, that, that's the reality. Look, like, oh, you got everybody wants us a tour. Everybody wants an album out. Everybody wants us to do. That. It's like, what do you want more? Like, yeah. you know, are we going to just play the old songs over and over again? Or are we going to create? And I right. think the last thing I'll say is, uh, and this won't be dated, but today's political climate is a excellent background and um, inspiration. You know, this whole world shit yeah. show is mm, great inspiration because right. for- Forbidden was that band. That yeah, we, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. we, we discussed both sides of things, tried to kind of analyze it from both sides. And, oh, yeah. Um, there's no, yeah, no better time than now. Yeah. Get, even got red and blue right there on a Tim's shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even mean to do that, probably. No. <laughs> I just, oh, and a forbidden shirt, and of course I'm going to put it on. So there you go. All right, let's talk about Voivod. Hey, come oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the album is uh, Outer Limits. We'll play a little bit of this to get going. So this band is, you got, uh, is it Dennis or Denny? We say this every time because of that French-Canadian pronunciation. Dennis. Dennis Snake. As far as I knew. Belanger. Belanger. On vocals. Gotta say it in French. (laughs) Belanger. (laughs) (laughs) Dennis Piggy Demore on guitar and keyboards, apparently, too. Uh, And Michael Away Langevin. You just mumble it out. (laughs) Yeah, and and no snake on this one. I mean, I'm sorry, no no blackie. No No blackie. Blackie. First, well, like, was Blair St. John's the fill in? Yeah. Yeah. And I and I just want to say, I I think Blackie is incredible, and and he drives old Voivod. You know, he drives the bus. Like, just pushes Mm. it with his grinding. But man, I never, you know, when I heard this album, I was like. Who's that guy playing yeah. bass? Because it was just so. Evidently, he's a studio cat. I'd asked yeah. about it, you know. Um, and I'm not sure. If, uh, maybe it's it's a possibility that uh, Piggy played some bass on it too. But uh, yeah, it just that guy's good. 
Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yep. Was uh, let's see, produced by Mark S. Berry. Never heard of him, but it sounds great. Sounds very he's got well. a very eclectic list. Yeah, I, did. I was looking at the uh, his Wikipedia page actually, and yeah, he's got he's got like Bowie on there, and yeah, he's worked yeah, with a lot of a lot of big names. So that was a, well, it was a major label record. Yeah, and uh, things were you know the the dark ages of metal were just really underway. Because what is this? This is ninety three. 93. Okay, so we were well into the dark ages of metal. Yeah. And Voivod, yeah. uh, you know, had already done, I mean, you know, Nothing Face and Angel Rat were so experimental and, yeah. you know, pop sensibilities for the first time on Absolutely. those things. So, yeah, they yeah. were they were definitely ready for this. I don't remember, I don't know how it was when you, when you the, the guys that you knew, that were Voivod fans reacted to it, but I knew the ones I... I knew there was, it was two schools, man. There was either it's, it doesn't sound anything <laughs> like Voivod anymore, yeah. or like holy shit, can you believe how good Voivod sounds now? So yeah, we, it was were a big, the school, yeah. we were of the school of this is amazing. Like they sound. I, well, that, this yeah. was the album where I finally really got into them because they were always kind of on the periphery of of what I liked. I know Eric and Tim were into the band a lot. I just never really got into them until. Like I started digesting this album, and I, I went back and I was like, okay, I, I can really appreciate it. So it's kind of like, um, I don't know what you what do you call it, the, the gateway album for me. Yeah, to this yeah. Band. it took it, it took a long time to get like Killing Technology and Dimension Hatros were, you had to get your head around that. That was like first time I heard that I was, I was like, I, yeah, <laughs> now I love them. It yeah. took a long time though. I was like, man, I don't get it. Yeah, but finally it was like, okay, 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 I get yeah. it now. Yeah. But yeah, this one is just like off the bat, like yeah, this is accessible. It's straightforward. Song structures are pretty straightforward. I mean, not Jack Luminous, of course, but for the most part, <laughs> yeah, it's you know. Well, for them, rock it's definitely straightforward. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have a quote from Away. Who? This is from an interview in 1993, and he says, "The last couple albums, we learned to write good, catchy songs. It's really important nowadays. Alternative acts are in the top 40. Uh, they all have catchy songwriting, and we had to catch up with that. Uh, our guitar player writes most of the music, and I think he's really developed over the last few albums. So." Yeah, he was, I mean, he was aware of it. it like, and, you know, I, I think that, like Craig, you were saying, like, this was, this was the dark time of, of metal. This was like the, the oh, you know, the time. Yeah, I was living it. <laughs> yeah. I was living it. Yeah. No, and uh, so. that was when, uh, and see, I'm, I'm a guy, first of all, who, when all that was going on, where a lot of my peers were freaking out and thought the sky was caving in, I was going, I, I just, welcome to all the good music that's coming out because everything was really, really organic and uh soulful there was a you know it started with Soundgarden, alice and chains who i don't call grunge i never they i don't think grunge is a word that applies to like what was this is some made-up thing like they were playing heavy rock you know all these yeah. bands yeah. so there was a good thing going on and i think voivod uh you know i, I mean i got to see them when they played in New York City, with uh, it, the the lineup was Voivod headlining, Soundgarden, and Faith No More opening. Tim was I saw them at Lemoore's. I was there that night, and so was the guys in Pantera. Oh, nice! And <laughs> yeah, and it, like there's a, it's a crazy to think about that. You know, um, the, you know when Voivod was a headliner over those bands, and to have Pantera there, and then to have a few guys from other thrash metal bands, it all was about to flip you know yeah. everything was about to turn over and, and no one knew it in the moment mm -mm, but uh 
You know, it didn't take but a year to have it completely flip over. And at least Voivod landed on their feet and and came up with um, this record. I can't remember. I know Nothing Face was 1990, right? Was uh, it 89? 89. 89. Okay, so then Angel Rat was 91. 91. Yeah. 91, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so every two years at that point. Yep. And it would take mm-hmm. two years to write an album as involved as, uh, as The Outer Limits. It's got mm-hmm. incredible orchestration on guitar. Yeah, bass, I, I, you know, I, like, like it's insane. Piggy it doesn't is. get enough credit as a like a. I don't know if you want to call him a virtuoso, but it's just I it's do. So, so inventive, like just the shit that he came up with is just like you hear people, you know, Ricky Blackmore and Dimebag and those, two, and of course, all respect to those guys, but Piggy was writing some fucking crazy stuff, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you know, I, I agree. I mean, he's. To me, to me, Piggy was the, uh, he was the well, guy in the cave, you know, the first guy doing explorations with the, you know, the fucking oil lamp on his head. He's like, <laughs> he's right. way out ahead of everybody else. And, uh, and he was fearless and he didn't, it rules didn't pertain to him. And I, that they don't pertain to me either. I don't know if he knew anything about music theory, but if he did, he you know, crumbled it all up and threw it in the trash and said, I'm just going <laughs> to do this thing. You know, like, you know, the tritone stuff, you know, is it, uh-huh. you know, you like the old stuff. And, oh, where am I? I'm not even plugged in. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to play you what you'd expect yeah. out of a, a Voivod. Old Voivod was <laughs> like, right. what's going on? You know, like, yeah. what are these, what the, what are these sounds coming out of here? Yeah, it was the just Voivod like, you know, chords. This, this, yeah, the Voivod yeah. chords. There's still some of that on this record. But it's re- yeah. it's it's kind of hidden in beauty and and uh, yeah, it's really like uh, emotionally uplifting album. I I, I tend mm-hmm. to get happy and inspired when I listen to it. Oh yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I mean, there which are, is there... surprising for a Voivod album. That's not what you don't usually think of uplifting yeah. and happy. You think of just going somewhere else. When I hear like older Voivod, you're just like in this weird headspace. Well, I mean, Jack Luminous so, takes you wow. all like <laughs> every single emotion, oh, yeah. like. There's that part around like the 11 minute mark where it's like kind of got that weird bing, effect. Bing, bing, yeah. Bing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bing, and the bing, vocals are very. Uses, yeah. I think he uses an even tide uh, a lot on that record. Uh, I forget what the actual even tide is the, the, the brand. I oh, can't okay. remember exactly what he's called, but like Steve, I use it a lot. And there's a really, okay. a lot of really cool effects on there that'll make you sound like you're in another planet, you know, different, mm-hmm. different octave effects. And, cool stuff like that yeah this part here there you go yeah I, that song right there <sighs> they played it once live recently really oh really nice yeah I love that though that's ah it's so good and it's like, like it clashes but it's also very you know beautiful it's, it's you know pretty I mean? yeah yeah it's very like space robot-y sounding. It is. <laughs> the whole album is kind of very space robot-y, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think got the space robot on the cover as well. It's <laughs> just an alien. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about the cover. Yes. Yeah. Another very weird thing they did there. Well, yeah, the cover is. Uh, yeah. It's totally original. 3D. 3D. Yeah. And you get right. the glasses. Yeah, I have you it. Still, and you still it, have the glasses. Yeah, and the, yeah, the tape had glasses too. I have that too. I have the nice. reissue. The reissue uh, I bought recently and had the glasses with it. I had the CD that had the glasses. 
Yeah. Yeah. Had that too. That's so cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they were always man. You know, you could, in a way, uh, like, you know, obviously he's the mastermind of the the stories and the visuals, right? Oh, wait, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's the consistent. He is the consistent, right? Everybody else, because yeah. even oh, yeah. even Snake was gone. Yep. But mm-hmm. like, you know, yep, once yep. once you meet away and you actually talk, talk to him, you realize that he. I mean, everyone's Voivod, but he is Voivod. Yeah, like he is. It's his world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is my favorite Voivod album by far. Um, I don't know. I mine too. Yeah, it's just everything about it. Just every song is fantastic. There's not. I mean, not that there's really bad songs on other albums, but to me, this is just far and away better than anything they've done. Although I will say, the Wake. It came out what twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. I think. Oh my god! You know what? You just t- took it right out of my brain. I, I was going to say the wake is right up there. It's my second this favorite, one, I think. It's this one really and good. Nothing Face. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I and I am a Killing Technology fan. I mm-hmm. just that was kind of my gateway, you know. Oh, okay. So I was yeah, already. Me I mean, I'd heard the old stuff. We actually did Voivod, the song Voivod, when we did the Interthrational thing last year. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was, we had Jeff from uh, High on Fire playing bass. Oh, awesome. Just me and him and Chris Contos and then Chris's nephew singing it, who had <laughs> just learned it, but he, like, two, this guy's just a genius kid, genius singer kid. And it was like, it was, it was insane. You, I got to find video of that shit because that was just, yeah. <laughs> it was so badass. Yeah. So badass. But even, yeah. even those noisy records, you think of them as complete noise, those early ones, but really listen, and it's just rock and roll. Like it really is, just with dirtier, dingier, not professional. You know, it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't honed in at all. It's just they no. they were just starting to invent something. Yeah, I need to go back and listen to those because I, I, honestly, I don't explore that stuff enough. Uh, just because I I enjoy everything from like Dimension Hastros on. Um, you know, killing technology is good too, but like I when I when I listen to Voivod, I find myself going to this Nothing Face and the Wake. So, like those. Are well, the we're things. older now, and we and yeah. and uh, our ears don't might not want to like adjust to go back to that super <laughs> experimental, like trying to grade against you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But I I, I appreciate it. Like I said, I I think I think that Piggy was like an innovator. Oh yeah. And, and uh, you know he does deserve a lot more, you know. But we could talk about Daniel too, because mm-hmm. I mean, the first time I met Daniel, uh, Forbidden played with uh, Voivod and Testament in Japan, and I was excited to play with Voivod. But I'm like, who's going to play guitar? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. How is he going right. to do that? <laughs> and then Daniel comes to our backstage room, and he's got a guitar in his hand. He's just like, "Hey, man!" It's like I just wanted to see if you know. I was playing this right. I'm a big fan of Forbidden, and he played Infinite with the harmonies uh, together, like the whole harmony two guitar part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And together. he showed it to me, and I, I looked up like, I, "Well, dude, you're the only guy that's ever played that right, <laughs> including the people I had to teach that song." Like, <laughs> you know, and I just knew his ear was incredible. Then I watched them play, and uh, when they, I mean, there were certain songs, dude. I cried two or three times a tear of like oh, wow. overwhelmed joy it's just like oh my god they, they it's boy bot yeah. it's like piggy yeah, so his respect it. and care for piggies 
thing. And look where he's taking it. Look at the wake. You're talking about the wake. Like, yeah. look at the wake. Like, who would have known that they could write an album on that level where he communicates that language because he understood Piggy so well yeah, I was and, and respected him. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's only continued since then. I really, really like the new record too. I yeah. really do. I yeah. took me a couple listens, but then I was like, hmm, this is fucking good, man. Yeah. That's, that's Voivod. It always takes at least a couple listens. Yeah. Right. <laughs> really like at it. least, like, at yeah. least, at least. Yeah. We got to see them yeah. a couple of years ago while well, Joe and I got to see them in Baltimore a couple of years ago. It was last year, right? Was it last, last year? year? Okay. Yeah. Tiny little club in Baltimore, which was really cool to see. We were on the balcony. The auto bar. The auto bar, yeah. We were right above on um, Chewy's side of the stage, Daniel's side of the stage. So we got to get a close eye on what he was doing and some of the stuff he was doing on guitar was just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah, I mean, to be fair, he could take things to a different level altogether because he, uh, he does know theory. He do, He knows everything about music but he's one of those rare guys who doesn't let that bind him down and it wasn't yeah. even like the solo stuff it was more the riff stuff that he was doing where he's like doing these weird slides with the tremolo and mm -hmm. like just crazy ass i'm like what are you <laughs> how are you even doing that it's so, phenomenal martyr martyr is yeah. a killer band too so yeah you know I, I got to uh the last time i saw them was right before covid and it just popped up a couple weeks ago or maybe a week ago in my memories and uh I got to go see them in a place called Petaluma up north here. Oh, yeah. I used uh, to live there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's mm -hmm. there's a place, there's a little theater up there. I can't remember the name offhand, but uh, Phoenix Stone Theater. Crow? Phoenix, Phoenix Theater. theater. No, Phoenix That's there. right. We but, saw that, Eric. We, a couple of years ago, we saw that place. We weren't there, but we saw that. Anyway, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But well, I what I was going to say was that particular night, um, uh, Jason Newsett's old uh, assistant, who also worked with Voivod when Jason was with Voivod, but he worked with Voivod when they were noise records before that, but he was there and he brought Jason's, that aluminum guitar of his, that space. Oh, guitar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. it was, they hadn't seen it since it was in storage and since piggy had passed away. Wow. And I jump on the bus and it's there. And then everyone's like, here you play it. I'm like, Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> they didn't change the strings. Jeez. It was like, just all it felt, great i was like i didn't i'm like, how can a guitar that's metallic actually and it's been in a locker yeah weather up and down the heat the cold the heat the cold it was amazing um and he played it that night and it was fucking magical that's amazing yeah man it's awesome he played it for voivod of course well yeah, well, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. you have to nah, nah, nah. yeah <laughs> so good dude you can watch see the video of that look at look, you can watch it and I'm over there on that side of the stage, just like, oh my god! Yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing that. I remember seeing your posts about it in the pictures. It's, it's yeah, it was, it was you know, yeah. I mean, it's you know, when you meet your your heroes and your legends, more often than not, in our kind of music, it's not a disappointment. Mm. But it sometimes it is. But with them, it was anything. It's always been anything but. And as as I've gotten to know them better, they speak more English, like. It's funny to say that now, but when I first met them, they weren't speaking that much English. You know, uh, Forbidden had played to them in 1988 with Violence and Voivod on the they did a little West Coast thing, and oh, they, nice. you know, they were they were just like getting good at English or getting better at it. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I mean, they they laugh about it now. It's like, oh yeah, back when we better speak English. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some Man, definite highlights on this album for me. Uh, oh my god, yeah. Well, the whole thing, really. But <laughs> well, yeah. 
Lost Machine though is one of my all time favorite oh, yeah. robot songs. And that Mine just, too. that opening riff. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh my god, it's so good. Hold on. Yeah, I asked them how they did that. Um Talk about this riff? No, he's on the whap, 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 whap. I mean, this is cool, too. But when it gets into the... And then when it does that high... Oh, that's the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The drums here. I don't know how much you've paid attention to the bass part here, but it's fucking weird to play behind that riff. Oh, really? Doing a B down to like an F sharp, sliding back up to the B. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. That song, Jesus. And there is that that part. Um, I think I think he's playing everything. Like uh, he said, he had a weird. There's like a, a weird octave kind of. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds it, it doesn't sound right the way it is but he said you have to have this weird uh octave pedal to actually play it to, to make it sound like it did. for some reason zoom is like filtering out your guitar so we can't really hear it that's okay it's probably yeah. Yeah. It's, it sounds like way too happy that way <laughs> something yeah no zoom will do that uh yeah. iphones and and uh they don't all communicate with each other if someone's got a uh if one he has an android Sometimes uh, they, those two don't communicate uh, when you're doing these little guitar things yeah, back yeah. and forth. It's probably well, this what do you have an Android? Is one of you on an Android? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. No, I'm Which on a. I'm on no, a. We're, we're, we're all on, on computers. computers right now. Yeah. Oh, you're all on computers. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not on. A- are you on Apple products? <laughs> no. Windows. Yeah. Windows. Yeah. Regular. Yeah. Yeah. Windows. There's also <laughs> Zoom. Also has like these these uh, built-in filters that just filter out background noise. So it could be that too. Anyway. Yeah. There's uh, this part of Lost Machine, which is one of my favorite moments. Not in Voivod, not just Voivod moments, one of my favorite moments in music, period. <laughs> oh, yeah. This right here. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> so good. So that good. harmonic. Yeah, that is. I was just, yeah. Boom. A little squeak. Yeah, yeah, I just little... figured that one out too. You can't hear it, but I did it. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I, I, I've never actually it. sat down to try to figure this album out, and uh, but it's all in E, so it oh makes well, that's it something. Yeah. yeah, sometimes this tuning can be like very strange. So, Voivod, they made things strange in in normal tunings. Like they didn't need to do a whole bunch of alternative stuff. Oh, okay. For I the most for part, reason, some of their stuff was, but maybe uh, some of it. Um, but the you know the first album, I mean, all that. It's, I'm telling you, it's just the way he played, man. Yeah, you know, it just goes to show you, your imagination can do way more cool stuff than having to constantly chase down tuning. But although there is something to be said for heavier, lower stuff, but yeah, <laughs> sometimes with Voivod, yeah. they didn't really need to do that. I I do think no. they're tuned down these days, like at least a half step. Yeah, and when they, they just did their new EP, they tuned all those songs down a half step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we noticed that too. Um, yeah, fix my heart was this on album was great as a kid as a bass player. Um, because one that the, I mean, it was complicated, but you could hear the bass really well in this production, really which well. I, I loved. So, um, yeah, I used to try to learn these songs and then I've gone back and learned them again. I was like, Oh, I was doing that all fucking wrong. Jesus. But <laughs> it was still, it was still <laughs> oh, yeah. great. Cause you couldn't, 
I mean, you couldn't hear things on a lot of the thrash stuff that was out. It was just all too yeah. too, too muddied. But, well, not only that, everyone was getting being, buried. Yeah. yeah, everyone was being newsteaded, and it's ironic <laughs> that Newstead ended up in Voivod to be heard. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. I thought that. Yeah. I thought he was a great fit for this band. I loved it. When he yeah, was in the band, like, he was, loved the band. It was his favorite yeah. band, much, much like it's like, like one of my favorite bands. He was like, "I'll just play with my favorite band." Yeah, yeah. Well, and, that uh, self-titled album was really good. It yeah. was. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was lacking a little bit of something, uh, but I think it had a lot to do with Piggy being ill. Mm-hmm. I don't think people knew exactly what was going on with him. You know, he was yeah. he was battling uh, cancer for a long time. Yeah, right. yeah. sucks. Yeah. It does suck. Yeah. Yes, it does. Well, one um, thing about this album, the production is very kind of reverby. It's kind of really wet, which I'm not really a fan of ordinarily on an album where you have a lot of like you know. So a lot of the older metal was very reverby. It really works well on this though, which is surprising because mm-hmm. it is very atmospheric. You know, and there's this kind of like, yeah. You know. It's a different kind of. It's a different approach to the reverb than a yeah. lot of the '80s stuff, which is like they didn't know any better. Like '80s, right. you know, spread some verb to that and make it yeah. thicker and fatten it right. up, but it doesn't. It makes it washy. You know, yeah. like there's the yeah. there's the you know, for lack of a better example, there's the testament use of reverb, and then there's the use of reverb like this, where it's used as a uh, atmosphere. Because the guitars are not very saturated, like you know, everything's like pretty clean, so you can do it, and it sounds you have room for it as opposed to everything covering everything else. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. even the drums are kind of boomy and wet. Like the bass drums, it's a really nice bass drum sound on this. I love it. The mm-hmm. snare is really nice. It's it's all really clean, but there is that aspect of reverb and atmosphere going on. So, yeah, Works I feel well. like the drums uh, may have. The early onsets of uh, triggers. Yeah, you know, I, it could very well be. I think they might they might be samples on top of uh, real drums. Um, and this is mm. if this if they use Pro Tools, it's the very very beginning. Uh, but they used to just have to fly uh, samples in. Like he, I I don't know the old technique, but yeah. it was done. You know, even in the eighties, they made some they layered stuff in there. And it sounds like that, that maybe that's where that producer brought, brought some of that knowledge. And um, if he yeah. did David Bowie and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, good, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it is very produced. Yeah. yeah. In a good Got way. A, in a good way. Yes, in a good way. Yeah. I just noticed uh, you were talking about how they, they didn't speak English that well when they were starting out. And I, I just noticed one of the credits on the album is for a lyric consult, lyrical consultant. Huh. <laughs> Nice. This, yeah, they're, they're pretty cool lyrics on this album. So I guess oh, yeah. they needed a little uh, editing to make sure that it was making sense in English. To their credit, they never wrote. They didn't really write French. <laughs> really no, French I think anything, yeah, so. but the lyrics got better as they went along for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I, but I don't know. So have they ever said yeah in a song and replaced it with we? Oui? I don't. They did have that. They put out some Japanese. Weird EP last year. Oh, that's too. right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that, that was uh, Ultraman. Yeah, Ultraman. That's right. Ultraman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Ultraman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would been a good place for a Wii. Yeah, that would have been a good place for a Wii. Wii. Yeah. I mean, why not? I the... do... Yeah. Well, you're talking yeah, yeah. about lyrics, and uh, well, I guess the song Pont Noir is French. That's so. the one song I was going to bring up, yeah, but okay. uh, I love the lyrics in that song. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me actually a lot of Still Life by Maiden. 
Reminds me of whole, Fear of the Dark a little bit. Yeah, just the whole going to the bridge right. and yeah. you know, and still life. Take it's, you down and yeah, it's very similar. Good um, Halloween yeah. song. It and is. also, I don't. Really, I was kind of you know going back and listening to this album. I didn't really notice it that much, and, and maybe they didn't do this on purpose. But there were moments like the the beginning is kind of like eerie and it's mysterious and that's the kind of lyrics lyrics kind of reflect that like mm-hmm. doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. but then when he hits that three four three minute 14 mark that's when it gets like kind of crazy and that's when it gets more intense and the lyrics kind of reflect that too so again i don't know if they were going for that but that's what i got out of it when i listened to it I, I, this time i around. think, I think so, they're real yeah i think yeah. they're going for that yeah, yeah. you should play it yeah Oh, love this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is one that I always just instinctually will just, yeah, whenever I pick up my guitar, yeah. that riff <laughs> always comes to me for some reason. It's just because it's, it's a simple riff. Let's get the pull off. Yeah. Right, is that that's what they're doing there? Yeah. He's doing harmonics on the bass. I think it's the bass. I'm gonna fast forward a little bit to get to the yeah. chorus. Are you talking about the note? The no one ever comes back part. Uh. Yeah. 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 Very eerie scale there. Yeah, this this is the part I was talking about here. And I could keep listening to that whole thing, but I know. <laughs> but then, yeah, I mean, again, back to the lyrics, like, I assume that he dies at the end, right? That's the whole thing. Um, and that's similar to... Usually that'd be life. that'd be metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or metal. Yeah. It's usually they're dying or they're ascending up to, you know... Yeah, right, right. Or descending. Yeah. You're either ascending somewhere or descending somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I don't, I, I love that song. And, and, I you know, going back and re-listening to it and kind of exploring the lyrics this time made me love it even more so because i hadn't really like you know for whatever reason the lyrics are always secondary to me i always listen to music first and lyrics come second so i didn't really mm-hmm. dig into it this in, until this time around so hmm. how dare you i know <laughs> <laughs> i'm a lyric digger in her yeah, i always yeah. have been yeah, yeah me too yeah there's some now I need, cool, I need readers now cool stories on this album like yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah no there it's, are i i you know, there's also that, uh, there, and then there's the one they they for a while there they had to have a cover on each record, right? So uh, there's the Nile song, the old, yep, the uh, Roger Floyd. or I mean, uh, Barrett, Sid Barrett, uh, Pink Floyd tune, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot heavier, it's pretty, and it's heavier. pretty good yeah. too, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's, it's, you kind of as I feel like they kind of went for more of a Jane's addiction. There was. There was some of that. They they definitely were influenced by that, like Jane's addiction a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. If you played along with this song, it's 
just kind of moves up a step. Yeah. Each time. Yeah, it does. It's back to the beginning. So how many how many Pink Floyd covers have they done? Just the two? Uh, it's two. I nice think so. Really cool how it does that. It's really, really cool how it moves around. They go, it'll drop down a half step and then move up. Yeah, it's, it's really cool actually. Just was that, that was a Sid Barrett that, song. You said that. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it was a Sid. Okay. I wouldn't. I, I think wouldn't it was on. Uh, which what album was that? My son was a, might have been Saucer of Secrets. Oh, Super Earl. Okay. My my yeah, son was uh, my, son, my son's like way into Pink Floyd. We have all those Pink Floyd albums. It was on more the album more, more. Yeah, I see. I don't even know that Pink Floyd album. I, I, that might have been that might have been a, an extras of stuff that they didn't put on records then. No, oh, maybe yeah. I mean, I'm definitely way more into Pink Floyd as soon as David Gilmore came aboard. But yeah, I yeah, I, I totally respect the, the, everything until he went loco there. <laughs> Well, our, our, Sid, our pod- Sid lost his mind. That's a whole other yeah. subject, but yes, yeah, 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 yeah. lost his damn mind. Well, our, our yeah. podcast is about anniversary albums and 50 years of Dark Side of the Moon this year, which is crazy. Is that all? Yeah, I guess it was 73. Yeah, that's, yeah. Fuck, that's yeah, crazy. That's crazy. What else? Sabbath, yeah. Bloody Sabbath? Was that 50 years ago? I think so, yeah. 74. So volume, that was 74. Volume 4 was probably 50 years ago? Volume 4 was like, yeah, there was like Two years between. That's a whole other side. I think they had volume four might have been seventy two, and then there's they didn't do anything in seventy three, and then seventy four was Sabbathy Sabbath. I know we're we're running out of time. It's already October. (laughs) Still got a lot of albums to talk about. It wasn't Aerosmith's first album fifty years. Yes, Aerosmith's first album was seventy three. Also, so Uh, good lord, good record. Yep, yeah, good record for sure. Well, we should mention how good the vocals are on this album. Yes, he knocked it out of the park on this album. Yeah, yeah, we didn't really talk know. about the last song, uh, Le Pont Noir. Um, he's got that creepy voice that he does, and it fits the mood perfectly. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's that's what I was saying. It's, it's very creepy, very mysterious. Like, yeah, you know, he's, he, does, he 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 conveys that really well. And that Nile yeah. and the Nile song that that keeps going up, you know, yeah. until it wraps around. Like, that's not easy to fucking do, man. Like, no, no, no. That's you can't even sing that in your car. <laughs> Fuck, that's terrible. Yeah, I think I've tried, and I kind of gave up on that. One. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get to the third I, verse, and it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's uh. There's what other song? I'm looking. I'm, I'm just. You guys are looking at it. I should have brought my vinyl copy of this album in to look at. Yeah, I've got mine back. Yeah, there's mine. I just saw it right here. I want to look at the artwork. Yeah, you can just see. Well, I mean, a pretty. Time, time warp, warp is yeah, a pretty amazing warp. song too. <laughs> that was the back. Yeah. The bass, the bass yeah. in Time Warp is really good. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. The bass line's great. Locking in with a kick drum. Yeah. 
man, one thing that's great about having this guy on the bass is he didn't he just fucking play with the song he didn't, he didn't have to worry about writing something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. He, he's locked in with the drums really well. Yeah. yeah. Nothing super flashy, just kicks ass, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. He's doing what yeah, that's, that song's super badass to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super bad. Yeah, I mean, I just, every song, you're right, guys. If we really want to analyze these albums, you can't. And I know a lot of people, like I said, that will still resist this because it wasn't like the old boy vibe. But if you put it up against anything, it's like, it's just really well orchestrated, perfectly written Mm -hmm. uh, pieces of music that stand as good, if not better, than anything else they've ever done. It's amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I mean, you... But you had to do it inside of a bubble because everything else around you <laughs> didn't care. Uh, Nobody yeah. gave a shit. You know, yeah. there hardly anybody comparatively that was their old fans, nor they're tr- looking for a new audience that wasn't going to be there for them. No. You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so to do it, fly that all in the face of, you know, tastes is, is, is massively respectful. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing self-conscious at all about this album. It's just fucking, this is, this is what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We fuck it, and it, and they put out a, a masterpiece of an album. They really and did. I think it was, I think it was expensive to make. It was the major label thing. So it was their last um, and, record with the MCA, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it would cost a ton of money to make, and and they immediately got dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I could attest to this. Like, it happens, you know. And uh, yeah. it happened with with the man made God thing I did. You know, you spend a shit ton of money. <laughs> It doesn't yeah, sell that, that many records. Kind of yeah. can't justify it. You know, like you gotta go. Sorry. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. Should have done that much cheaper. <laughs> well, Sometimes you can't. Yeah. They probably spent a lot of money on the, that producer, and uh, probably went to a studio that cost two thousand dollars a day. You know, back in those days, everything was just it was crazy. Yeah, it's insane. But hey, we we reap the rewards today because it's a fucking killer album. At least, Very much. And, and you know, I mean, like you were saying, it stands the test of time. Like it, it doesn't feel any less amazing than it did when it first came out. I mean, it's, it's because you know we do go back to some of these albums that we listened to in '93, and sometimes it's like, oh, I remember. This. Like we we just talked about Typo Negative um, recently, which I always thought you know Bloody Kisses was one of my favorite albums by them. Going back to it, I was like, it's a little lackluster. It wasn't as good as I remembered it being. But this album. Yeah. It's the complete opposite. Like it's just as good it as might it be, was. It might be better than I thought it was. Honestly, <laughs> I was like, "God damn, this is good." It's up there. Yeah, my favorite albums of '93 are this and Anthrax, and I go back and forth between this and Sound of White Noises. Oh yeah, yeah. That, so yeah. you know, that's both amazing albums. But this might just because this is definitely my favorite Voivod album. The Anthrax album is good, but it's not my favorite. So you know. Hmm. Also, KSAD was another another biggie. KSAD oh, yeah. was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's first tool first tool yeah. albums ninety three also that's really good too. So yeah, it's a surprisingly fantastic year for metal. It is yeah music. you don't you don't expect that but there was a bunch of good albums in ninety three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was and and but if you look at the ones that were really succeeded, those bands moved on and and mm-hmm. kept going like sepultura was on their way like there was a yeah. certain you know pantera i believe did they 92 was when they put out 92 and then 90, right? 94 yeah and then 94 was uh far beyond 92 driven. yeah 92 was, 92 was vulgar 94 was far beyond driven yeah yeah you got so, it yeah so 94 was 
That's they were they were the kings of the nineties, basically. So yeah, like, they took over. Yeah. They were the Van Halen. Yeah. Yes. The brothers were. Far Beyond Driven was great for me and Eric because it was like we're getting out of fucking high school. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> came out like not long before that. It was yeah, that's right. Wonderful. So, yeah. That was injustice. Yeah, out of jail, time. man. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's, you see, what, well, I, I got out of high school in 87. So, the things that I was listening, I mean, I, you know, that's a whole different. And then Voivod, I think Voivod had put out Dimension, Hatros in 90, or I'm sorry, 87 is one of them. Dimension, Hatros is 87. I think it's 87. Right? Is that right? Or is that okay? Is, so, it might have been yeah. Killing Technology in 87 mm-hmm. then. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You had am- among, you among the Living in 87, though, which is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. I, I hadn't yep. just yet. Oh, nice. You didn't move on. Blue Marble. Oh, yeah. 1500. What, okay. Which one's that? What is, That's the, re- the reissue that came out a couple years ago. Blue Marble. Of this album? Yeah. 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 I think, I don't know what color mine is. It might be blue. I know I it's, it's, I know it's another color mine. I have like all. If all you got it a couple years ago, most likely it's the same. I think mine's the same. So I've, I've actually got two of these on record. One's probably just black. Oh, I think okay. one was red also. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think mine's red. One. I think yeah, mine's I think red. That, yeah, there was a red one that came out a little bit later, like the next year or six months later or something. But yeah. yeah. It's cool too. Like, again, I mentioned my son. Like, he uh, he bought me that album. He, it was, uh, oh, nice. It just arrived one day. He's like, yeah, I saw it on the thing. I'm like, oh, cool, dude. Yeah, he should know, get into Voivod. He, he probably will eventually if he's not already. My son? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's into Voivod. Okay. Yeah, he got into it. He got into. It. <laughs> I, I wanted to take him that night. Uh, well, he's nineteen, dude. You know, so yeah. like, he likes cool stuff. Like I said, he likes like the old Pink Pink Floyd stuff. But um, yeah, he, I wanted to take him that night, but he was feeling sick, so he didn't go to mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. And that's uh, too bad because he would have saw a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he's got to see them live yet. I don't even remember the last time they played here. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, they did a small last tour year. Last year was the first time I'd ever seen them. <laughs> really? It was the first time I'd seen yeah. them since '93. I saw them on this tour, on the Outer Limits tour. Me and Tim yeah. saw them in, in DC with uh, Clutch opening, which was amazing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. I wonder if Clutch opened that night that I saw them. Because, yeah, I saw them on that tour at a place called The One Step Beyond in okay. Santa Clara. Okay. And uh, I don't been. remember who <laughs> opened. That was the first that time might've... we were introduced to Clutch. So <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" Yeah. That was the show, the Shogun song, right? Yeah, yeah. And they they played uh, yeah. what's the song? Binge and Purge. Binge and Purge. Binge and, Purge. and when they played that, and the "Come on, place, motherfucker, come on," place erupted. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. That's another band I could talk about for a long time. Well, great, great lyrics, you know. Oh yeah, the best lyrics. Yeah, Fantastic. well, we'll we'll talk about uh, their self-titled what next year? No, ninety-five, I guess. So ninety-five, it'll be yeah. a couple of years from now. So, well, we should talk about Jack Luminous, if nothing else, because oh yeah, I've been wanting to for a while. Jesus Christ, that's that's the master stroke of this album. Yes, oh yeah, sure. Just, I keep forgetting it's like I forget it's this long. Like no, I know it's fucking long, but I think it's like Rhyme minutes. of Ancient Mariner long. But no, they're like fuck that. It's, no, let's go three minutes longer. <laughs> let's go like fifty percent longer. Yeah. But it, it doesn't feel like it at all. I know. Well, it's, it's a, almost like four songs in one. It really yeah. is. Because it has so many different parts. But I mean, I've got... Yeah. <laughs> so did you read the lyrics on this one, Eric? It's about a, it's yes. about Jack I did, Loomis I, I, coming well, to and they, they revisited this a little bit on The Wake, too. So They did. But, yeah. yeah. So They brought it back. They did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I there's a few parts that we can play from this, but I mean... <sighs> 
Let's see. So much of the song is just outright. I got I got three spots just written down. Six fifty. Well, just that main riff. I'll play that first. Yeah. It's so Voivod. Bass comes in here. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So good. I mean, that's Voivod 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were saying what part? Six what? Six. 50, I believe. Yeah, 650. Oh, yeah. The song is just great riff after great riff. <laughs> yeah. It's just that part is just. Very, very Voivod. Yeah. That's President XD. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Ah. Isn't there a drawing of him in this? There should be. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I had... Uh, well, 922 is when they had the lyric from... The You'll Never Switch Him Off, which is on the, the wake. Okay, so is that... Is that Jack Luminous? Yes. Or, okay. There he is. He looks <laughs> creepy himself. There's on a surf wrist. Go on yeah. these guys. Yeah. Yeah. He's a swim. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> XD is coming. That's right. Solo. Yeah. Yeah, his his solos are so fucking good. You think oh, I'm yeah. a riff guy, but they really no, fucking he shreds, man. You know what it reminds me of a little bit? It's uh, Fast Eddie from Motorhead. He gets a Fast Eddie in his his playing, those sustained notes a little bit, and that that reverb he has. It reminds me of the old late '70s Fast Eddie stuff. Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. He's a blues it's a blues box guy that that is yeah. he moves on out of there and does different he he's never afraid to take a chance, but he's really playing a lot of blues box solos. You know, he just he just kind of moves things around and puts, you know, in backwards uh scales like what you'd than what you'd expect. He reverses yeah. things. So again, oh, yeah. it's like it's like the guy with the headlamp going in the cave. He's just trying new <laughs> shit. When no one else was really doing it, but they yeah. probably had the same influences ultimately, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I maybe uh, Piggy had better, you know, mushrooms and weed. I mean, yeah. <laughs> probably. You know? and I, th- I think Fast Eddie was more meth and beer. You know. So. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. So I um, thirteen fifty. I said that's the best part of the album. Yeah, this that's I had that too. Uh, yeah. We were about to get to a part that I really love, where he starts like 
naming off the. I think he's naming stars or something. I love. Oh that yeah, too. he does. He does. Uh, what about what, yeah, Gemma? What about, and, oh, yeah. lyrics, like Bellatrix <laughs> and all that shit. I think yeah, it's yeah, yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. <clears throat> High songs. Are, the song's perfect, dude. I mean, this it is. Uh, it is. It's perfect. Yes, this part. Give me oh, that. yeah, this so is good. Come yeah. on. God. God. <laughs> Chills. Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to play through the singing here, right? Uh, that's, sure. That's what I really like. Keep going to the next part, too. <laughs> Just play the whole goddamn song. <laughs> this transition that after this is so fucking badass, though. Oh, yeah. Back to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do the 80s dance. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh. Do it again, yeah. Yeah. Because why not? Do it again. It's the Pantera thing. Just play the good parts all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. I'm going to fade it out. I, mean, I could listen to the whole thing, but geez. God. Man. Did you play any of the really slow part? I don't, did, yeah, I, I did earlier. Oh. Yeah, when I was talking okay. about that one, one part of the song. Oh, you're talking. Okay, but there's the dead, 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 we're not. Yeah, at the end. Oh, that. Yeah. There's perfect use of fucking echo flex. It's all just so good, man. And, and you know, I, I'm just sitting here. I was just thinking. I wish. Uh, I wish I would have thought earlier, and we could have brought Chewy onto this thing. You know, we could talk from from a point of view of a guy who's played it, but a guy who wasn't on it. You know, like because he actually played Jack Luminous. And the, he said the two songs that they've they've done, Fix My Heart, they've done, let me look at this list. I, I know. They've done Lost Machine. Had, they did yeah, Lost, Lost Machine. Machine. They yeah. did, yeah. And then they did Jack Luminous once. Okay. Once. Hey, we can like, always have a that part I know two about. of this podcast. Yeah, I'm not opposed to, like, well, and that, <laughs> Just get him back. honestly, honestly, Craig, that was my initial idea was I wanted to have Chewy on here and. But I, I didn't know how to get a hold of him. I tried to reach out to him on Facebook, and I didn't oh, get a I can get a hold of him. I, I talked to him often. I, I, I wanted to, you know, lots of mutual respect for one another, and, and uh, I really just, I love the guy. I think he's couldn't be anyone else doing it. Well, we, we'd be There's nobody on earth that could be doing piggy stuff, and he knows how I feel about that. So yeah, we'd be supremely you know, I mean, honored to be able to talk to him. So whatever, whatever you, however you can help, would be amazing. So there's going to be, you know, I mean, I won't protest to be the biggest. Boy, I'm a fan of the world because there's somebody who's probably got everything they've ever done. <laughs> yeah. But I'm but I'm definitely someone who was moved by them and they influenced me. Um, and mm-hmm. there's influences that they put in forbidden, uh, be it albeit maybe not consciously, but you know, when I'm looking back, listening to it, 
I could hear things that they, that Piggy is especially uh, imprinted in my playing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm definitely a guy, I have great, great respect for uh, Voivod and for Chewy playing Piggy's parts. Like well, it's, it's, it's just incredible what he does. Yeah. Yeah. We agreed completely. And, um, you know, you, you know, who was probably the biggest Voivod fan, uh, that ever played in forbidden was, uh, Steve Jacobs. Oh, really? Really? I, I mean, me and him spent days, you know, talking about Voivod just late nights and early mornings and just, you know, we just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Steve Jacobs was a huge, huge Voivod guy. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that was... Well, we're we're hitting the hour mark, so um, so we do this thing on this show where we grade the album. We give it an A through an F. I don't know if we've had you on since we've done this, so, you know. <laughs> it's, quad, it's quadruple A, right? I mean, yeah, what, it's, how much it's A plus, 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 plus. Yeah. yeah, A plus, 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 plus. Yeah, yeah it's, for sure. Yeah. It's tremendous, man. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times it's pretty easy to grade these albums. Yeah, you like know, this. you know, how would I put this? You know, this record is out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> what <Wow. a> <laughs> yeah. It just is so fucking good. I, I'm, well, are we? Um, yeah. So, so we're, are we? Are we going to keep talking about this after? I guess I'm assuming you have a, a deadline, Craig, to uh, to get off or meet. Yeah. Tonight, yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Okay. I got to go soon. But I still want to talk about the last what. two tracks a little bit. So, I mean, we can yeah, go right if it helps. I, I, yeah, maybe you guys could talk about that a little bit more as I have to go. But what I'll okay. do is I and I, I promise I'll do this. I'll talk to uh, I'll talk to Chewy and see if he's into doing it. And uh, yeah. you know, he could, and you guys could take it from the standpoint with him of a guy who didn't actually play on it but knows it. Hell yeah, yeah right. we would love we just that. Talk about part Voivod. two of this episode. Yeah, we can just talk about Voivod too. Like I would talk yeah. about the wake. I would talk. I mean, it doesn't have to be specifically about this album. Well, he, I would just love a chance he, to talk to him. If he puts a guitar in his hands, hopefully it won't cancel it out. But he can play you. Like I'm sitting here listening to this stuff, figuring it out. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but he knows 95 percent of all of this. I'm sure. Yeah. I did talk. I I met him at that auto bar show, and I, I we have we have business cards. I gave him a card. I'm like, I'm gonna hit you up. We're gonna be having our podcast. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, sure. But I didn't get all of them. So, but um, he was a super nice guy when I talked to him. So super nice. There's no, yeah. there's zero pretension or ego with him. He's just a really, just a really good dude. Yeah. And those guys awesome. for a, a bar that didn't even hold probably a hundred people, they played as if they were in a fucking massive like stadium show. They had all the energy. Oh yeah. It was yeah. Fucking awesome. They didn't care. Yeah, I've, fun. I've never seen them do anything but that, and yeah. uh, you know uh, they don't get their just due, but yet they know right. They know their place in the universe, yeah. and they own it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, well guys, hey, I'm I'm sorry to say I've got to go because no I do worries. have to no, get go. Right. We appreciate your time. Thanks for talking to us again, man. Yeah, thanks yeah. for hanging yeah, out. Yeah, no problem. It's been three like, years, like believe it or not. I can't believe You know, last time we talked to you was right as COVID was starting. We were talking about Tiger King and all that oh, shit. Oh, that's so. right. Yeah. <laughs> God. Last time we so talked to him was actually the Metallica show in 2000. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we ran into him at the, the 40th anniversary the 40th. show. That's right. Yeah, man, so. that wasn't that wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great. I expected because I was at the thirtieth, and it wasn't. I know it, great. it didn't. It didn't yeah. hold up to the thirtieth for sure. Not, yeah, not we were well. There's COVID has something to do yeah. with that, but there was other so. things going on too, and it did, it just yeah. didn't. It just wasn't the atmosphere to, to really be conducive to celebrating. Yeah. You know the underground yeah. band that fucking made it huge. You know it's it like yeah. 
Yeah. It was. I think James was struggling that night too. You know, they tuned. They actually tuned to E that night, and hmm. uh, and his voice wasn't up for it. And then the next night when they reversed the set, it went back to those songs. Back they were half stepped down again. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he, he, my son's. As soon as they started, he looked at me. He's all there in E, and his <laughs> yeah. ear, his ear picks it up. He's just. I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't tell. They say, yeah, they are. And he just really struggled that night. But yeah. it was still a fun show. It was great yeah. to see so many people there. And a lot of people hadn't been out yet. You know, that was like a lot of people's first show back. It was it was funny. We ran into uh, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck Billy, Billy at that show. We just like <laughs> walking through those halls. And then we, yeah. we saw, um, uh, what's the Phil what's name? Phil Demel. We ran into him at that show. It was like, oh, man, we're running into everybody at this show. <laughs> yeah. You see, you see Metal Maria? No. Uh, I don't think so. No. Didn't. Yeah, she was there too. Yeah, we were hanging out with her for a bit. Yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah. hey, if you, uh, out here, every, everyone knows everyone, and no one's no one's impressed by anybody. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. We're just like we all just know each other forever, you know. If you make it out to the East Coast, let us. Well, we'll we'll keep on out on things, but we'd love to come say hi. Um, or if we're out that way again, we'd love to come say hi again. So, well, we you, if you guys didn't know, we're playing uh, Maryland Death Fest this year. Oh, so, oh, when? No shit. Huh. What when is that? Yeah. When when, uh, when is that? Whenever Maryland Death Fest is. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think it's. Is it twenty twenty four? I don't think year? it's that late. I think it. I think it's it's in it's in April. Oh, I think. Okay. 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 Coming up. Yeah, we have like a a gig everywhere, like April into May, all the way from April to May. Every weekend is going to be flying okay. to different festivals. Looks like it's May twenty third to the twenty sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. There the you go. Yeah. Sweet. Anime. Oh, and then, yeah, we'll be doing That's... festivals like in, between the United States, uh, Europe, and South America all in that period. That's only a couple hours from us. So, yeah, we'd love to come say hi. Yeah. That'll be cool, but, show. It'll be very cool. Said, yeah, we were just there. Yeah. Well, here's the comment. Well, I don't see a lot of bands like you. I'm like, are there? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, it's <laughs> like, I don't care. You, you can fit. You could put forbidden anywhere, and we're gonna fucking do our thing. And it's not—it's yeah. like Voivod. It's like it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Matter. I don't want to hear a bunch of bands trying to sound like us or us trying to sound like that. It'd be horrible. No, no. <laughs> Give me some at, variety, man. I'm looking at the listing. There's a lot of bands where you can't even read what their fucking name is. Yeah, that's what we. That <laughs> so was one of You have one of the only logos that's readable in the whole thing. It's not tree branches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, veins and shit. <laughs> yeah. Barricos vein. Yeah. All right. Anyway, guys, I got to roll. So yeah, All right, man. man. I'll talk. I'll talk to Chewie, and we'll try to put something up together in a couple weeks here. That'll awesome. be awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Have have a great one. All right, you you too. too. Thanks for joining. Thanks. Bye. See ya. I still want to talk about the last two tracks, though. Yeah, yeah we can do that. Let's let's do it. Even though this is where everybody tuned out by now. <laughs> yeah, right. They are gone. Star has left the show. <laughs> hmm. Well, Wrong Way Street to me sounds like it could have been on Angel Rat. Oh, hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think it's the, um, I, I, I think it's a great song that, I, I don't know if it gets, I'm no, not in a, the, yeah. I'm not in the Boyzod universe, but I feel like it doesn't get. I think it is the weakest song on the album. And maybe that's just because it follows. I think the up. cover song is the weakest. Well, yeah, that's hmm. probably true. That's probably true. I guess but the weakest. I, I probably like it because it's got a cool bass lick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I like the lyrics a lot on this. It's like everything's... Yeah, yeah. I do like it. Yeah. Taking it day by day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, what can you do? Like I said earlier, it's not a bad track on this album, so... No. Not like I dislike the song. I lost the key, where 
No. Oh, you could have said we here. Life goes on. Oh, we life goes on. Yeah. <laughs> life goes on. Oui, life goes on. Oh, oui, life goes on. I mean, it's kind of a depressing song, but he's like, yeah. Quesera, eh. sera. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Say la vie. They could have done that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, that's all I wanted to say. I like the bass riff. It's a good, it's a good song. I think it's got a little like bridge part. It's basically that riff throughout. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah, you're right. It's like Yeah, the little interlude. Yeah. <laughs> you got that thing. A little siren or whatever. Yeah. Some backwards guitar there. Yeah. Good soul thing coming up here too. Every dive. Got him. We got him. It's where I live. It's just a badass little song. I don't know why they don't do that live. Because it seems like it's easy. Yeah, it's straight yeah. up just a almost a rock song. Mm-hmm. Short, well, it's short for them. It's a cool yeah. deep cut to hear live for sure. Now, we're the not, next one. We're not alone. Yeah, that's all. This is a motherfucker. Yeah. That's, yeah. I like his double bass. Not double bass, back and forth. Yeah, a, we didn't really talk about it, but there's a lot of really cool drum stuff on this album. Mm-hmm. Like the use of double bass and different things he does on the ride that are really cool. A lot of China. A lot yeah. of China symbols. Like that right there. Mm-hmm. Not overdone. Just enough. Yeah. <laughs> I just love what he yells in this. Yeah. Anybody home? There's a breakdown that's really cool in this song, too. Yeah. It's like bluesy. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Rap Child. Yeah. Where's that song that has this in it? Rap Child song. Time for this. Time for change. What is it? Uh, oh, parallel. Lines? Parallel. parallel. Yeah. It doesn't even sound like Voivod really here. No. Now it does. Yeah. It does again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get to the end though. The last. Yeah, green and ugly. Yeah, green and ugly. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey,
what band could get away with these lyrics? I don't think. I know. <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe Clutch. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Little gray men are coming our way. Yeah. <laughs> I like how it changes to. I know. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You're I mean, alone. welcome aboard. Yeah. yeah. Embracing. This is, I mean, this is embracing the abduction. Yeah. It's a voluntary. This is kind induction. of a concept album, isn't it? It kind. I kind of I was thinking like that too. I don't know. People get picky about it because I, I have a broad definition of it, but yeah, it's. I don't all, think there's a story, but it has no. a theme. So, well, Wrong Way Street, I guess, doesn't really fit in. But no, I most, mean... Most well, everything else yeah. is kind of... And I guess La Pont Noir, not really. It doesn't. Fix My Heart doesn't really. But I feel like it... It Maybe that's what a great albums have, is there's like a feeling that you get throughout, you know? Like, they all just kind of go together mm-hmm. in a nice way. Does it... Maybe at Lost Machines, where, where the story kind of starts? With the uh, outer space stuff? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Because the stuff Maybe. before isn't really no like Moonbeam Moonbeam Rider. Moonbeam Rider isn't is that I don't sci-fi know. or space space? Let me get my bigger lyrics out. Bigger lyric sheet. <laughs> Let me get my readers out. Yeah. <laughs> get some readers. Ride right on. Let's see if they make my eyes look big. I can't see myself now. <laughs> Woo! I mean, I don't know. It's not all those forgotten memories, trouble in time left way behind. I don't know. So, Lost Machine, Time Warp, Jack Luminous are kind of, and then Wrong Way Streets in there for some reason. Right. Yeah, that's that's not really. But maybe that leads into we are we're not alone because they're looking for something better. I'm reading way too much into this. I don't know, (laughs) but it it does have a theme, regardless. We also didn't mention that the cover says number eight, and why it says Mm -hmm. number eight. I know why. Do you know why? No, I don't know why. It's a summer edition number eight. It was their eighth um, record release. Even yeah, it was their seventh you, album. There was, a, I guess, yeah. a compilation album. Oh, it was okay. the best of, which is kind of weird. Of it should it. have been number seven, honestly. But yeah, the summer edition, I, I remember when I bought this, I was like, oh, is it going to be like a winter edition with like other right. artwork? Maybe there was going to be, and they just it didn't work out. What CD they do were, you have there? I should have brought mine up. I have this one. So I waited. Um, I forget where I was. Well, I, I, I was looking. I think it's probably Discogs where I was looking for the, um, or maybe it's eBay because this would have been before Discogs. I wanted the, I wanted the CD that was this color, and that was oh, like okay. super oh. expensive for forever on eBay. Yeah. And then huh. finally yeah, was able to get one. Yeah. It's huh? like, well, that's like a three D ish color, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they make not- the. They make a CD version that's the regular colors. Yeah. Huh. I finally was able to get one for something still too much, but, you know, kind of reasonable. Yeah. It's like 300 yeah, bucks for that thing. For a long time. That's weird. Yeah, because it is better in color. Like, that's that looks way cooler than... Mm-hmm. I get that it's 3D and all, but that, that looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So... Did we all grade? I don't. I don't think. I, I mean. Did. I mean, we all just said A plus. It's A plus. A plus. Yeah. Come on. A plus. Yeah. yeah it's don't be an idiot. Easy. It's A plus. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Easy A plus. Hey, I do want to uh, bring up this other band we've been talking about this week. Oh yeah. Uh, what was it? It's kind of like a new stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Void. So, let me, Void. Void Vader. Void Vader. Yeah. Void Vader. Yeah, that's it. Um. 
that's two words, void, and then Vator. Yeah, V-A-T-O-R. The reason I've noticed this band is I was looking up, I was actually going to the Dress of the Dead um, website or or something where you could download the song, like pay for one of their songs. Yeah. And um, it had um, other albums or artists you may like. It's at the bottom, and I saw their album cover for Great Fear Rising. And I was like, that looks like fucking Voivod. It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's a very Voivod looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's because they got a very cool logo that they have yeah. on the albums. But um, yeah, that's what I did. And I, I popped it on. I was at work in the morning. Um, and I couldn't really listen to it right there because we were having sort of a, a, a meeting. I was like, fuck, okay, I'll check it out later. So at the end, I was, on, I was coming back from the hospital and I just took it, put them on the ambulance. Just like, Holy shit. <laughs> this is some good shit. It's a yeah. new band. I guess their first EP was what twenty seventeen. Seventeen. And then they have the album in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty one. I gotta say, unfortunately, I think their good stuff goes in reverse order. So that's kind of uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I was listening oh. to the EP going, okay, this might be their best stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then the first album I think I like better than the newer album. Um What was the one you said? Was it Until It's Gone? Is that the one that you Until said? Until It's Gone. Oh god yeah. damn, that's good. Yeah. So groovy. Yeah, that's very Pantera, Van Halen. Well, the singer reminds me a lot of Joey Belladonna, which I would love for Keith to hear this. Yeah. go to their first album and um put away wet there's like a heavy breakdown that is so much um pantera as well it's it's the um i should have put a timestamp on this one as well but um is it that song or toxic waste i don't know he does like the pick scrape that uh yeah 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 like like in um far beyond driven yeah oh that's right or strength bound strength rather the, yeah, yeah, sucking up know. to the man part. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not street. What is that? Is that uh, is that slaughtered? Slaughtered, yeah, yeah. But you you, you caught on to that, right? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I think, I think it's on "Put Away Wet" that they do that. It's one of the. It's the first or second song. It's kind of like in the bridge. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Hmm. This is it, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, this thing also reminds me. That's awesome. <laughs> A little bit of um. Shit, what is his name? The new singer for Alvin Chains. Uh, Duvall. Yeah. 
Yeah. Can't remember Duvall. What is this? William Duvall. I think it is William Duvall. Yeah. Yeah. William. William. Get up here, William. William. What do we have for William? William. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The last song on that album is fucking great too. Monster. I think that's the best song on that album. Yeah, he's like a mix of Belladonna and William Duvall. I think it's the helicopters, too. Yeah. I don't know them well enough to compare. And I think they're a three-piece. Where are they from? Uh, I think they're an LA band. They are LA, yeah. So just looking that up. I think you're right. I think they are a three piece. Oh no! Well, hold on. Might be four people. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Little Iron Maiden part there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's good. Now they're three piece. Sam Harmon on bass, German Mora on drums, and Lucas Canopa on guitar. Those are weird fucking names. Yeah. Makes me wonder if they're actually from LA or if they're from, not from here. Um, not from here. And they have good uh, merch because their logo kicks ass. <laughs> Well, yeah, it was inspired by another good band, so... <laughs> it was yeah, obvious. Right. Yeah. Ah, yeah. they're from Uruguay, apparently. What? Really? Apparently. Huh. At least the Uruguay. singer is... I don't know. He was. They... That's where he was born. But it's, uh, they also uh, say they're from L.A., so they may have, like... I don't know if all of them are from yeah. Uruguay, but he was Their band page says they're from L.A. Okay. on Facebook. Yeah. Let's see other members... Yeah, the drummer's from like four piece now. Yeah, I was, I was noticing that too. They they need to be because there's guitar parts that need two guitars. And the bass player was born in the U.S., so the singer and the drummer were born in uh, Uruguay. Interesting. Yeah, good find. Um, I feel like there's and been a couple because other... the dress the dead. Uh, yeah, there you go. And I, I wasn't lying. That dress that EP is really good. I listen to it again. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. That last bad. song wrong. That last song on it is so fucking good. Yeah. Um, oh, and I liked. Yeah. Um, was it Welcome to the? What was it called? I got it up here. Uh, no, Jungle. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a weird name, but it's my nightmare. Uh, no, ticket. <laughs> this riff is so great. Tickets to the brawl. It's a weird name, but oh yeah, it's, it's a good song. Riff is great. Said this came out in June of this year. Yeah. Yeah. How could what the fuck? (laughs) How's he doing? Come on. I don't know. Can Eric, can you fill in for him while this? 
Painless Injection. That's the name of that last song. It's yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. Like, her vocals. Jesus. She sounds like Corey Taylor at the end. Yeah, she's like the female Corey Taylor and Phil Anselmo all blended into one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah she does oh, it very man. well. Oh, she would be fucking... If there was a girl Pantera band? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> She'd be great. She'd be good, yeah. yeah. Well, I hope that's not the end of the road for that band. Yeah, me too. She has another band. Uh, was it Witch Mountain? Witch Mountain, yeah. But it's it, more like it's Stoner like Rock. It's like sludgy... Yeah. Sludgy Blah. Stoner Rock. Yeah. Sounds good. Blah. It's not. It's not as good. Like Wolf so, Mother kind of stuff. Uh, no, not, not like that. No, it's like almost like just slow. Like I don't know. It's you heavy, sludgy. It. Yeah, metal. It's, it's not, not bad. <laughs> so you mentioned Prong. I still haven't listened to the album yet. <laughs> I haven't either. No, it's, it's I've been listening to uh, stuff for the podcast. Right? Yeah, I know. So I've only heard it twice, but it is really good. Yeah, I'll buy this record. <laughs> buy this record. Did you? Were there it's any a, that stood out to you? Mm, titles are yeah. I know. It fires off like right away. It's good. Like first song's great. Let's find out. When we talked to, huh? when we talked to Tommy, was this even a good idea? New Pong album. I don't know. That uh, was he, three years ago. So yeah. Rashy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Slayer mixed together. Yeah. Good, yeah. 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 Okay, I'm gonna listen to it tomorrow, probably. Yeah, it's yeah. quite good. Have uh, you seen that at the Alamo? They've they're playing Stop Making Sense by Talking Heads. No, I did I see they were re releasing that though. I didn't know they were yeah. on the Alamo. I was gonna go today, I I um I, I decided fuck it. I'll go tomorrow, I think, and watch it. Because I got that pass, the twenty dollar pass. Oh, okay. You can, go, you can go once a day. Yeah. But that thing looks really good. It's a live. Do you know what it is, Tim? No. It's it's a I guess a live show they recorded back in like, what eighty five or something. Yeah. Like, Talking Heads, yeah. Yeah. But it looks amazing. Like if you watch the previews for it, like it, like. He's, I don't know. They they got all these weird costumes and shit that they're doing. <laughs> did you watch? He did an HBO thing like two years ago. It was really good. It was it was just David, David Byrne, Byrne, but he did a like it was some solo stuff. But he did a bunch of Talking Head songs. 
It was really good. It was almost like a. All the musicians were came out, um, so they didn't really have a drummer, but they had mm. a bunch of different percussionists that made up a drummer. So they had like a guy doing a bass drum, they had a guy on a snare. So they could mm. all. It was cool. It was good. That's yeah, that's cool. a band I definitely didn't appreciate as as a young person. Like it probably should have. Yeah, I, I've been really the same way for me. Like I didn't really, I kind of liked them. Like "Burning Down the House" was always a fun song when I was a kid. Oh yeah, and like mm-hmm. you know, I never disliked them, but I I never really got into them. So yeah, um, yeah, it's, they I've appreciated them more as I've yeah definitely old for sure. Uh, oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um, cool. All right. Uh well for Joe and Tim and Eric and Eric <laughs> and I <laughs> and me for I'm so used to saying and because there's usually three of us all right for Joe and Tim I'm Eric saying thank you good fucking energy energy aggression power to sum it up it's a vulgar display of power sometimes I think you drink just a little too much blood I'm sorry I'm going to be a bloodaholic but I'm a Cutting it up, cutting it up big time. They are miserable slaves of Satan. Look out! Some country called him. <laughs>